Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers. Uh, today we're doing physics and shit. I'm your host, Blake. Gator. Chris. And Chop is on the road, so uh, we're going to do this midweek without him. Fuck um, you, Chop. Loser. So, I also just got back. I, I went for business out to New Orleans. Fuck you, Blake. And it made me think... You uh, pretentious dick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, vacations and shit. It might be cool to talk about the physics of um, an airplane. So, uh, I can get down on this. Yeah, so basically... Oh, yeah. Uh, Flying high. Basically, a wing is shaped in such a way that it's curved on top and kind of flat on the bottom. So, air, as it as it hits the front of the wing, separates, and the air going over the top... Um, has a smooth drag. Has to, has to go a further distance than the air going over the bottom. And so, what that does uh, is it creates a difference in pressure. And with the uh, increase in pressure on the bottom and the decrease in pressure on the top... That's how you get lift, which enables you to lift uh, the weight of the airplane and also the weight of the fat motherfucker that nobody wants to sit by. And what I. <laughs> it's usually two fat motherfuckers and they're both on the end seat and you're in. No, know. so look. This, this fucking airplane was almost full. Almost full. The whole time we're loading it, it's waiting, everything. They're like, this airplane is full. Everybody needs to fill in. Like, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we're getting on. Everybody spreads out when they get on. And this fat motherfucker's he's he sits in the aisle. Um, which look, dude, I'm I'm overweight. I also fit comfortably in an airplane chair. Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker uh takes up this the seat right by the aisle, and everyone else is like trying to find spots. I had uh, you know, business class, so I, I seated first. It wasn't a problem for me. <laughs> But uh, on Southwest, <laughs> on Southwest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this fat motherfucker sits right on the aisle, and everybody's filling in, and nobody wants to sit by this guy. So, there's one open seat left on this plane when we take off, and it's the seat next to this fat motherfucker because nobody wants to sit next to him. So he gets extra room. Yeah, and that fucked off. Yeah, that's how that works. God damn it. You don't want to be that guy, though, Blake. And also brings me to another point. Uh, there were there were four of us that were traveling together, right? So uh, we're walking. Foursome. We're walking to the the gate that our our plane is supposed to be at, and um, you know, there's like the waiting area, right? Mm-hmm. And people are sitting. One person, one person, one person. But they're sitting in such a way that they're. There's like three chairs between each one. Like they can't sit next to or even one chair over. They sit like three chairs. So there's four of us and we there's nowhere to sit. There's plenty of seating. There's just nowhere to sit. Yeah, exactly. Because it spreads out. Because people sit like fucking dickheads. Yeah. Shit, dude. It's almost, it's almost urinal policy, right? Like you can't – you'd ever sit next to somebody on the airplane unless – that's your only option is to sit next to somebody, and then you always go for the skinniest, most normal-looking motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, or the hot chicks, or the hot chick. Yeah, hot chick, hot chicks first. You're actually right. And yeah, then, and then skinny, normal-looking motherfuckers after that. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, that's uh, dude. I got some physics about an airplane. First, okay. yeah, I think two we all things. Got some physics about airplanes. Two things. <laughs> if you are drinking on an airplane, then you're drunk and high at the same time. That's pretty fucking cool. Second thing is, 
I'm not one that uh, suffers from anxiety or any of that kind of bullshit. Like, I don't usually have any problems with this. Not claustrophobic for the most part. Can go down into a cave and be okay, you know? Can go scuba diving, I'm fine. Uh, But I've been on plenty of flights where it was a long day. You're ready to get home. Your plane finally lands at home. And all of the terminals are full and you're stuck on the runway. And you're Uh sitting there. And you're in the back of the plane, so you're not going to be one of the first motherfuckers off the plane. Um, I never really understood the people that lost their shit on a plane, but I've had a number <laughs> of situations where I sat there and it was like a ticking clock. <laughs> Just waiting for the moment for me to like jump up, Hulk smash, scream a bunch of cuss words, punch five kids on my way out the fucking emergency <laughs> exit. Like, You're just like, fuck it, dude. Blow this whole motherfucker up. Like, yeah. take me with it. We're going. I don't want to be, I don't want to exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the physics are behind behind what happens to your mind when you're in that situation, but it's not It's not healthy. Dude, that's that's airplane motherfuckery, man. <laughs> that's what that is. And it, it happens. I've had some experiences with the motherfuckery before, too. Like specifically uh, getting stuck on the runway or bailing a takeoff or uh, (laughs) aborting a landing. Yeah, that's not much fun. I've never had to. I I think I've I think we've done like a touch and go on a landing and you take back off and circle and try again. But I've never had to bail on the takeoff. That's scary as fuck. We've had a. uh, They're like, oh, shit, the fucking (laughs) wheels aren't bolted on. They're like, what? (laughs) No, this was the radio didn't work. Mid takeoff. Mid fucking going down the runway, they just <laughs> they hit the brakes and we went and parked for an hour and a half while they troubleshot it. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking stupid. We've lost all communications. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you're doing like 90. You're supposed to be a pilot. Fly the plane there anyways. What the fuck you need all that shit for? <laughs> lost an engine one time. We just landed. It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> They're like, we can still fly on one engine. It's not a big deal. But we're not going to make it to our destination, so we're going to turn back around and land. You ever been on one of those little puddle jumper motherfuckers? Yeah. The little tiny planes where you don't even go on a terminal. You, like, you walk out onto the runway and mm-hmm. board on some fucking stairs. You also do that in I've Asia, that. too. That's cool. They'll take you out to big old fucking airplanes and like elephants and shit to get in them. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was on one of my scariest flights was a puddle jumper from, like, I don't know, Miami to Jacksonville or something like that. Ooh. And... uh <clears throat> yeah, it was a windy motherfucker, and that little bitty plane scared the living shit oh out of me, dude. Oh, my God, man. Did you feel everything in yeah. that? Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah, and the drops are a lot, like, I'm so used to the commercial big-ass airliners, and, I mean, you're hovering above the atmosphere, and all is smooth and fine unless you hit, like, a bad storm or something. Yeah. You know, this one was, like, uh, it, I don't know. It was just, you know, hair blown back the whole time. <sighs> like, the drops, you could actually feel. You're like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> Fell like 300 feet. feet. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Those are too intense. And then you think about the propeller. I don't know. If it was a prop plane or was it a... Did it have a... It was a prop plane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those creep me out too, man. Because they're fucking like... You see them spinning and you're like, that, that thing could slow down and that's not cool. And if I don't see it spinning anymore, that's not a good thing. You know? <laughs> Yeah. I don't start smoking. Oh I don't no! Know if I've ever rode on a prop plane, it's different. <laughs> yeah, dude, you got to go out there and swing it around and get it started. And sure. <laughs> it wasn't that small of a prop plane. I mean, it was probably a thirty passenger, whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, what about dude? And I, it's almost cliche to even talk about this, 
But uh, TSA snakes on a plane. TSA makes me want to write an Orwellian like 1984 sci-fi novel. Like, oh, I like it, dude. Like I, what I'm imagining is two people and they're having a casual conversation about like their kids or something, you know, and like. They're waiting in. They're waiting in line and to get on a space shuttle to go to the moon, right? And they're talking, 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 and then a guy like shocks someone with a cattle prod, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And they keep moving, <laughs> and they just keep talking, 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 and then they like pull their pants down, and someone shoves something up their ass, and then they walk over here and they keep talking. And they have to, you know, like someone sticks their finger in their mouth and is like moving shit around, and then just like jabs them again with the cattle prod. That's dude. <laughs> Like, it blows my mind how everybody's just like, yeah, this is okay, I guess. It. I was like, I feel so safe right now. Oh. <laughs> Thank God these TSA agents are here. So what, it's what a lot you better have... than it used to be, man. Yeah. They don't even fuck with anybody for weed anymore. People are just carrying weed all the time. I'm just saying. that. It. It's shocking. It scares me. Yeah. Dude, you should have seen, like, those first five years after 9-11. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, I did. Dude, that was bad. Yeah. <clears throat> you get, like, crazy searched and stuff, taking your shoes off and your belt Here's off. what's crazy. I, even care. I remember flying pre-9-11, like, and, dude, I remember smoking in airports pre-9-11, like, not just Vegas, because you can still smoke in Vegas airport, but you can't smoke in any other airport in the United States. You can smoke in Salt Lake. They have, like, a smoking room thing. Really? I yeah. was there, like, two years ago. I don't remember seeing that. It's, like... I don't know what terminal it's in, but they might have closed it by now, too. Chicago used to used to have one. I remember a number of times flying into O'Hare, and they had a little smoking room set up, glass yeah. rooms. Yeah, yep. But, the, yeah, it used to be a lot of airports had it, and now now none of them do. It's a pain in the ass if you're a smoker these days. Yeah. Ain't no smoking. You can't smoke on a plane, either. Dude, Smoking's for quitters. It's like and, a federal offense. And you got to go, like, 50 feet away from the front door, so you have to exit all of TSA go all the way outside and then once you're outside you gotta walk like another 50 feet like to Shit, get to yeah. the areas where walk you off can the swing. airport property dude and in california you're like not supposed to be able to smoke in public at all like no <laughs> like, how do like you if, smoke then you smoke in public and just and they have designated areas right too like but but yeah california is weird that way like if you're walking down the street smoking a cigarette they won't fuck with you but they could you know dang so the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. Um, it's whiskey, that's W-H-I-S-K-E-Y, whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, there's a link on there for the uh, Patreon um, pledge, pledges from $1 a month. Yeah, give us um, money. And up <laughs> at whiskeyandwhiskers.com, you can also find links to the show, no matter how you choose to listen, on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. Um, there's also some links to our, our social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So, yeah, whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Uh, this has been Physics and Shit. So, rule number two.